Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for a new day. We thank God for today. We thank God for his goodness unto us. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, beloved, be blessed by this song, by law, titled, I'm Pressing on the Upward Way. It's an old hymn, but beautifully sung by law. God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord. This is a hard cry of somebody for the Lord to lift her up to a higher ground. She said, my prayer, my aim is higher ground. This one, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement, which is a word from our seven-day prayer and fasting. Amen. I believe that it's a word in season and a word that the Lord has released upon us to take us to the better place, to a brighter and better future that he has for us. For he says that he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give us a hope and a future and to bring our lives to an expected end. Hallelujah. This one, beloved, my message that I've received from the Lord to bring to you is that you must have a goal in life. And I'm reading from Philippians chapter 3, the verse 14. The Apostle Paul says, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He says he presses towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Beloved, there are set times and seasons and purposes and agendas 
and levels that we must attain in life. But until you have a goal or goals in life, you will not be purposed to achieve these things. The Apostle Paul writing this letter states that he had a goal in life and that was to possess the perfection for which Jesus Christ had possessed him. His goal and vision in life and ministry was to receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus had called him. Because of this goal, he said he pressed on, he pressed through in spite of the many challenges that he went through. The Apostle Paul recounts the many things that he had gone through in his service to the Lord. And beloved, it's amazing what a man can go through yet still stand for a cause that tells us the level of commitment and the level of faith of this man of God. He says in 2 Corinthians 11, the verse 23 to 23, he says, are they servants of God? I know I sound like, I sound like a madman, but I've served him, the Lord, far more. I've worked harder, have been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and faced death again and again. Five times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and a day adrift at sea. I've traveled on many long journeys. I've faced danger from rivers and from robbers. I've faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. I've faced danger in the cities, in the deserts, and on the seas. I've faced danger from men who claim to be believers, but are not. He said, I've worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I've been hungry and thirsty, and I've often gone without food. I've shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then beside all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for the churches. Who is weak without my feeling that weakness? Who is led astray and I do not burn with anger? If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I'm not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor and the king at us, kept guards at the city gates to catch me and I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape from him. Wow, this is Paul's testimony about his challenges and issues in ministry. Amen. The one who persecuted the church later becomes the one who gives all, puts all out, suffers all things, even for the same faith that he persecuted before. He said he had worked more and worked harder than all the other apostles. He had been put in prison more times. He's been whipped more than can be counted. He's faced death over and over again. So he had been whipped with 39 lashes and beaten with iron rods. He had been stoned once, three times he was shipwrecked. He had been adrift at sea a whole day. He had traveled many long journeys. Armed robbers had attacked him. He has faced dangers from the Jews who were his own people and the Gentiles who were the people that God was sending him to, to minister the word of salvation to. Can you imagine? Then he says he has faced danger in cities, desert, and the sea. He had faced danger from people who said they were believers but were not pretenders. Hypocrisy faced danger of the attacks. He said he had had sleepless nights. He had been hungry. Sometimes he didn't have enough food to eat. Sometimes he didn't even have enough clothes to put on his back to keep him warm. And the list goes on and on and on. And truly, if this man, the apostle, Paul, didn't have 
a goal set before him, he would have given up. I mean, why go through all this struggle? If he didn't have a goal set before him, he would have given up. But his purpose and the goal that he had before him kept him going in spite of the odds. This morning, I'm bringing this word of God from the heart of your father to challenge you also to have a goal in life and move to pursuit of that goal. And if you are already in the pursuit to keep keep hanging in there, amen. You don't chicken out, you don't give up, amen. He says all these things that he had really gone through a hard time. And you realize that the whole purpose of these challenges that came upon him was to break his spirit, break his faith, limit him, and make him give up a life and a ministry. But he kept pushing. He kept pressing. Amen. For the goal to win the prize of the high call of God, which was his goal. He kept pushing. And he was strengthened by his results to keep on pushing all the odds he recounts, which I've just read to you, were really set by the enemy to stop him. But he had a goal. And therefore, he was strengthened by his resolve to attain that goal. And so he went through all these challenging times. And he won. Hallelujah. He won. He attained his goal. Beloved, we must set goals before us in order to attain them. But if you don't have any goal in life, it's like you are aimless. You cannot plan. And if you don't plan in life, then you are planning to fail. Beloved, have a goal or goals in life. You know, what are we living for? What are we working for? What are our short and long-term goals? What are our goals for our family, our children? You know, we must set goals and follow, see that goal and, and push and strive towards it. Bible says, write it down and make it plain also that anyone who sees this will run with it. Write it down and then push and press towards your goal. Amen. Set a goal before you and you realize that the fact that you see a goal before you have a goal will give you strength within, the, the, the strength, the impetus to keep going. You push and you break all limitations that will hinder you from getting to your goal. Jesus, our Lord and Savior himself, says the same thing. And that is why the Bible says that he is not, you know, a God that cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but rather he can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He has been through because he's been through everything that we are going through and even more, and yet was without sin. So Jesus understands what we are going through. And Jesus understands how difficult it is sometimes even to rise up from your bed, you know, get up from your bed in the morning. Because sometimes life looks so bleak. But listen, Jesus himself went through everything that we are going through. Yet Bible says, without sin. Hebrews 12:2 says that we should look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Jesus looked at what was before him. <laughs> the greater glory... And he considered your salvation and considered my salvation. And therefore he endured the pain and the shame of the death of the cross and went through it. And therefore, Bible said, now he sits at the right hand of God in the position of favor, authority. And not only that, God has also highly exalted him 
Philippians 2, 9 says that, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given a name by which is above every name, that the measure of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven and on earth and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. His name is above every name, forever exalted, amen, forever to be worshipped, because he had a goal and he pursued it. Beloved, this morning, I want to encourage your heart to set goals before you, to have a goal in life or different goals. And by the help and the strength of God, you will achieve those goals. By the power of just having a goal, you will receive strength to strive to get there. Amen. Beloved, I come to speak to you this morning by the word of your father. Get a goal. Get goals in life. Amen. And begin to press it. Begin to push by the power of the Holy Ghost. And you will come to the place, the attainment of the goals that you have set before you. Beloved, the future is already sorted out by God. We have to do our part by following his steps and pursuing that which he has said before us. May God bless you and may the Lord give you more wisdom to put together the many things that God has given you, the wisdom, the strength, the life, the people, the helps of different times that God has put in your, in your, in your life. It will take having a goal and putting together all the giftings and the abilities of God together to bring you the fulfillment of God's purpose in your life and the goals that you have set before you. So may God bless you and may God give you a tenacity to pursue your goals in spite of the odds. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for my beloved one. This morning, beloved, I pray for your life. I pray that may God give you strength. May God give you vision. May God give you a sense of purpose. And may you receive the strength of God this morning to press on, to press through every challenge, every situation, to come to the place of victory and the place of attainment of the things that God has already given to your life. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you have not given your life to Jesus, this is a set time, opportune day. Why don't you pray this prayer after me, giving your life to Jesus? Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for me. Jesus, forgive you of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. Have a great day. Amen. And remember, nothing is impossible with God. It can be done. Someone has done it before. You will also do yours. Have a blessed day. And remember to share this good word to as many people as you can. Please share this message. You could be saving a life. God bless you. Sound, the song of saints on high.